Welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. This is the podcast designed to help you lead your life enthusiastically today, tomorrow, and every other day. I am your host, Ron Kaiser. I'm a positive health psychologist and also a keynote and TEDx speaker and author of the award-winning and best-selling book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. While we typically have guests on these podcasts, every once in a while I go solo, and this is one of them. It's a particularly important and interesting time, and I wanted to throw in my two cents worth about how to deal with and appreciate what we're going through. The world is returning to normal, more or less, at least in many parts of the world, including the United States where I live. Our hearts go out to the people of India and other places where the COVID-19 pandemic continues to be quite a scourge and not in control. Fortunately, things are better in the United States and many other places. Most people have gotten vaccinated There is a return to normalcy in many places. People are able to be outside without masks, be with other people inside if they've been vaccinated without masks. Kids are returning to school. Businesses are opening. You can enjoy meals in restaurants inside and out. And hopefully in the not-too-distant future, COVID-19 will be with us, but as a memory more than an actual event that impacts upon our lives. At least we can hope so. For the present, we look forward with optimism. And as we do so, I think that it's important to take stock of what happened over the last year plus and see if there are lessons that we can learn from having dealt with COVID-19. It's an experience that none of us have ever gone through before unless somebody is over 100 years of age and went through a pandemic a little more than a century ago. So here are some of my thoughts on what I've learned, and hopefully some of you will be willing to share some additional things that you may have learned in dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. You can please contact me at my website and email me at ron.kaiser at thementalhealthgym.com. Or if you're listening on a social media platform or if it's been downloaded to one, you can reply right on the social media. So the first thing that I think is really important is... It's important to live our lives in such a way that we limit pre-existing conditions. People who had pre-existing conditions were very vulnerable throughout the pandemic, particularly until a vaccine evolved. So you want to be able to do the important things that keep your body healthy, your mind healthy, and so on. There is now so much information out there about healthy diet habits, exercise, the importance of sleep, the importance of keeping your mind active, and doing everything you can to limit pre-existing conditions. 
Those of us who are past the age of 60 or 65 already have one pre-existing condition, which is our age. You know, uh, COVID-19 was unfair to older people, but we don't really need to add to it. So do whatever we can to limit pre-existing conditions because we don't know when we might have to deal with another pandemic. Secondly, maintain flexibility in all that we do. Be able to deal with the unexpected. We may have to work from home. We may have to stop traveling, change plans, not see some of the people who are closest to us and figure out different ways of doing so. Many of us discovered Zoom and FaceTime and lots of other ways of communicating. But the important thing was to be able to make adjustments so that we're not just stuck waiting to see what terrible thing will happen to us. Trying to control the environment in which we function demands a certain amount of flexibility. A third thing I think is important is the matter of self-discipline. There are many people who put on weight during the pandemic. There are many people who really accomplished very little uh, with their time because they weren't punching a clock, because they were in an environment where they were near the kitchen all day long. It was very important to be able to set a schedule, whether we were working or not, to eat at regular meal times, to be able to take time for exercise, even though the gym is closed, we had to be creative in those ways, and to be able to set up an environment in which we could work from home, and in many ways, also be a teacher or at least a monitor of children's work. We had to learn ways of checking in with others to make sure that people are safe. And we had to learn how to stay safe ourselves. I don't know how many of you have committed whatever song you were washing your hands to, whether it was Happy Birthday a couple of times or some different song as you got tired of that. But we learned how to really wash our hands adequately. And for those of us who live in an urban environment or those who work in the fields and so on, hand washing is important. It's uh, a critical way of avoiding spreading disease. Another important thing I think we're on number four is maintaining social connections, even when you can't be with people directly. To not forget about them, to not forget that social connectedness is an important part of mental health and brain health and physical health. Many of us learned how to stay in touch by phone, by Zoom, by text. However, it may be staying in touch was the critical thing. It's really kind of important, just like people have talked about saving for retirement or uh, setting aside an emergency kit or food or things of that nature in case you get a disaster like a hurricane or something that, that keeps you in the house for days. It's important to have your own disaster plan to stay in touch with loved ones, friends, co-workers, and so on. At the same time, and this is a fifth point, it's important, I think many of us have learned the importance of having some alone time. 
you know, when we're always working and catching up and things of that nature, the notion of spending some time meditating or doing nothing, you know, kind of uh, escaped us. I know that I learned to appreciate having some time with nothing to do, hopefully not all the time with nothing to do, but time with nothing to do and just relax or read a book or be in touch with our own plans and not feel that we have to be someplace else because there was no place else to go. So being comfortable with being alone is rather important. This next one, number six, is not a political statement, but I think we've learned to follow the science. Over the past few months, as people have become more aware of social distancing, of wearing masks, of washing their hands, of just getting vaccinated when you have the opportunity to do so, has, that has been instrumental in cutting the disease rate and in getting us back to normal. Again, I, I, this has acquired too much of a political connotation. I don't want to make it that. I just want to deal with facts. And following the science has helped us resolve this thing faster and you know, return to normalcy faster. Then I think the last point that I want to make is probably the most important one. I think COVID-19 has taught us to appreciate the goodness in the people who surround us. Not everybody, they're, they're people who couldn't handle it well and who took advantage of things and so on. But when you think of the doctors, the nurses, the other health professionals, the store clerks, the police and firemen uh, and women, the essential workers of all types that, that kept our mail delivered, that delivered our packages, that provided food for us to be able to go into a store or order from a restaurant and just be able to survive in as normal a way as possible. Many of them risk their own lives and some unfortunately put themselves at greater risk, but this thing should not end without us feeling a great sense of gratitude toward the essential workers and the people who made our lives so much better during a time of struggle for so many of us. And again, it's important to keep that in mind, to recognize I've enumerated certain occupations, but you know, there, there are many others out there, the people who manned the gas stations, the people who work at the front desk of lobbies of apartment buildings and condos, the people who just made things work when we tried to be as safe as possible. And not everybody was able to control their environment the way that some of us did. So if any of the essential workers are listening to this podcast, I know that I know one person who wants to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Those are among the lessons of COVID-19. I'm sure there are many more. And as I said, if uh, you'd like to, I hope you'll share some of them 
either with me directly at ron.kaiser at thementalhealthgym.com or on social media. And I am either me or the, either, either the Mental Health Gym or me, is it me or I? I'm not sure. Are listed on various platforms, pretty much all of them, Facebook, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. If I'm missing any, I'm probably there too. So let's share these stories of goodness because it was a lousy thing to go through. Let's appreciate the fact that some good came out of it. I express my sincere condolences to anybody who experienced losses due to COVID-19, to people who have lost jobs, lost a big portion of their income, and the many things that we know were negatives, including the loss of of freedom for a, as we know it. But there's some good things and some learnings, and let's let's appreciate it. And hopefully you'll be back next week when you'll be hearing a guest with me on the podcast. As you know, our guests tend to lead their lives with enthusiasm and help us to lead our lives in the most enthusiastic way possible and become the best versions of ourselves that we can. And so on that note, and with encouragement that you will be in touch and that you'll visit the Mental Health Gym website, your source of information about all things related to wellness, positive psychology, goal-achieving psychology, and rejuvenating the art and science of growing older with enthusiasm. With all that in mind, let me sign off at this point, encouraging you to come back next week, encouraging you to download our podcasts, subscribe, rate, comment, and so on. And since we're not fully returned to normalcy yet, let me sign off by once again encouraging you to stay safe.